Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Thank you for listening. This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director of Wealth Management at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Today I'm going to be speaking to recent college graduates. It is, after all, late spring. Summer is just around the corner. We've got a lot of recent college grads or soon-to-be college grads, and it's a great time in your life to get off on the right foot as it pertains to your investments and your financial situation, along with many other aspects of your life. But I'm just going to talk about your finances. So first of all, we're going to talk about budgeting and how that can help you. We're talking about saving at least 10% of your income, the benefits of why you want to do that. And we'll talk about paying off debts. So first of all, make a budget to stay on track. I'm sure that many of you have heard the word budget so many times that it's lost all its meaning to you, but having a plan and sticking to it will really help control where your money goes. And without a plan or a budget, you can easily buy all kinds of things that you really don't have the money for. So make a budget to stay on track and stick to it. I suggest that you should have three categories in your budget. Number one, savings. Maybe 10 to 20%, that's putting away at least 10% of your salary, and I would consider that essential. Number two, necessary expenses. This may be 60 to 70% of your budget. Bills, food, transportation, monthly debt payments, you get the idea. Number three, non-essential expenses. This might be 20 to 30%. You can call this category, if you like, live a little. But again, these are non-essential expenses. If you're struggling with that third category, think about it like this. You're gonna take a trip around the world And you're not going to have access during this trip to the things that you normally enjoy. So what are the three things that you're going to miss the most that you absolutely have to take with you on this trip? Is it spending money on concert tickets? Maybe it's Netflix or Grubhub or some other non-essential expense that you consider to be essential for you. Get it down to a short list. You'd be surprised if you really think about it, how much of that stuff, if you will, that we spend money on that we don't really need. Figure out what really matters to you and spend non-essential money on just those things. Now, don't forget to pay yourself first. So this goes back to having a budget you should prioritize saving hopefully at least 10% of your salary if you can. 
And it may seem unreasonable when you first think about that, but time is on your side. And the longer that you can invest that money, the more time your money has to grow. I promise you when you retire, even though that seems like a million years away right now, you will be glad that you did this. If you have a $50,000 a year salary, so you save 10% or 5,000, you invested in stocks after about a year, you should have something like 5,400 before taxes and inflation, assuming you're getting about an 8% rate of return. Think about that. After five years, you would have roughly $7,350. And when you retire after 40 years, that small amount could be worth almost $110,000. Now, keep in mind that I'm talking about just investing in stocks, and we are not talking about the opportunities afforded to you in things like a 401k or a 403b, or if you work at the government, a TSP, which can enhance those opportunities where you may even be able to access a company match for the investments that you're making. So make sure that you're putting some money away, hopefully 10 to 20% of your salary. As much as you can is preferable. And if you can't do 10%, I'm going to still use those same words. Put in as much as you can. Absolutely try to put in enough to take full advantage of any matching contributions that your employer is making. And speaking of that, make sure that you take the time to really understand all the benefits that your employer offers you. This is so important. You may have health insurance and health and wellness programs. There may be student loan forgiveness or reimbursement or other employee discounts at retail stores. Take advantage of all of those. Also, continuing on the theme of paying yourself first, start an emergency fund. This is going to be extremely helpful if you run into unforeseen financial trouble. You want to have enough to cover things like rent, bills, food, basic living expenses, just in case something happens. So next in that line is you want to minimize any debt that you may have. If you were fortunate enough to be able to graduate with no debt, lucky you. But if you do have some debt, whether it's to your parents or a guardian or a loved one or to a financial institution for a student loan or some other type of debt, prioritize making that debt a priority in your financial system to pay that down. There are other opportunities, certain employers, the government, or even private sector, where you can, again, leverage opportunities to get loan forgiveness or repayment, so on and so forth, but make it a priority to service that debt. No matter what kind of debt it is, you want to reduce it and eliminate it, and you want to do it sooner rather than later. Speaking of debt, I would encourage you not to be discouraged about it, but to be proactive about it. 
I would also talk to you about the fact that 45 million Americans currently have student loan debt totaling about $1.7 trillion. So if you've got some student loan debt, you're in good company, okay? Also, you want to avoid making some of the common mistakes that people make with their own credit report. You want to be selective about how much and what kinds of credit you have. Now, if you don't already have a credit card, now is probably a good time to get one. And I highly encourage you to incorporate paying your credit card bill into your monthly budgeting routine. So you're paying that credit card off every single month. At the very least, try to maintain a low balance, if at all possible. Using that credit wisely can help you maintain a good credit score, which has a lot of benefits. You could qualify for lower interest rates. You could have a higher chance of getting approved for a rental house or an apartment. You could get better rates on your car insurance, so on and so forth. So there's a lot of benefits to having a good credit score, which, by the way, you can check very easily through the rating agencies, the credit agencies, Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, others. Also, 51% of recent college graduates have missed at least one credit card payment by more than 30 days within two years of graduating. The problem with that is that that one missed payment can lower your credit report score by up to 100 points, and it can be impacting your credit score for up to seven years. So try to stay on top of that, a slip up that hampers your credit score can have a lasting impact. So the last area that I'm going to touch on is educating yourself and getting help. There are lots of resources out there, lots of books you can read, lots of websites that you can consult. Uh, you can go to bwfa.com where you can start. A ton of information is available to you there. And then you can hire a professional. You don't have to do this all on your own. For moms and dads that may be listening to this or young professionals that are willing to invest a little bit in their future financial success, for example, BWFA offers a financial planning service geared to young folks just starting out to get you on the right track to managing your finances, your credit, your wealth, all of that and more when you just get starting out. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you'll take charge of your finances and I wish you good luck on your future career, both professionally and in your career as an investor. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. 
The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.